You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by The Book Guide. Each of us has unique qualities of sensitivity, parts of ourselves where we feel most intensely and care most deeply. I call these places of deepest sensitivity our core gifts. When our core gifts are touched, our reactions have a greater charge than usual. We may feel deeply inspired, highly emotional, or surprisingly hurt. Our core gifts are as unique and as universal as our own fingerprints, and they lie at the heart of our entire intimacy journey. Core gifts are not the same as talents or skills. In fact, until we understand them, our core gifts are often the very qualities we're most ashamed of, the ones we keep trying to fix or hide because they make us feel so vulnerable. Yet they are also the places from which we love most fully. There is a formula that I've seen proven true in my work and in my life. To the degree that we treasure our core gifts, yes, treasure them. Dispassionate acceptance isn't enough. We attract caring, thoughtful people who are also, miracle of miracles, attracted to us. And equally amazing, we become more attracted to people who are good for us and less interested in people who diminish us or leave us feeling insecure. However, the opposite is also true. To the degree that we distance ourselves from our gifts, we become attracted to people who are unavailable or who can't love us for who we are, and we find ourselves less attracted to available people who value us for who we are. How Your Deepest Insecurities Reveal Your Greatest Gifts Through decades of practice as a psychotherapist, and from a lifetime of efforts to understand my own inner workings, something surprising and inspiring gradually became clear to me. Our deepest wounds surround our greatest gifts. I found that the very qualities we're most ashamed of the ones we keep trying to reshape or hide are in many ways the key to finding real love. Deep inside, we know that these core gifts are worthy, and we never stop longing to find someone who treasures them. But after getting the message that these gifts are risky or unlovable, we learn to hide and bury them. Over the years, I realized that the characteristics of my clients that I found most inspiring, that were most essentially them, were the ones that frequently caused them the most suffering. Some clients would complain of feeling that they were too much, too intense, too angry, or too demanding. From my therapist's chair, I would see a passion so powerful that it frightened people away. Other clients said they felt like they were not enough, too weak, too quiet, too ineffective. I would find a quality of humility and grace in them that prevented them from asserting themselves as others did. Clients would describe lives devastated by codependency, and I would see an immense generosity with no healthy limits. Again and again, where my clients saw their greatest wounds, I saw their defining gifts, and I saw the same dynamic in my own life. For most of my adult life, I was chronically single. 
Contrary to every bit of personal growth work I had done somewhere inside, I still believed that if I really wanted to find love, it all came down to getting in shape and becoming more confident. I believed that the flaws in my body and my being were what kept me from finding love. On those rare occasions that I hit my goals for a buff body and perfect weight, I was thrilled to be approached more often. I had more sex and more dates, but the degree of intimacy in my dating life remained completely unchanged. In the end, my physique and my ability to find lasting love had precisely nothing to do with each other.